Hey, so before I dive into today's episode, I wanted to do a short plug for my newly released virtual training program and online sales community. I call it the six figure close plan. And what it'll teach you is step-by-step how to implement a close plan in your deal cycles. There's two facets in my mind to a perfect close plan. And that is an external facing project plan or mutual action plan that goes in front of your champion. They can then use that to rally the troops on their side, to getting things done, completing milestones towards closing the deal. And the other facet is an internal account plan that helps you prep your delivery resources, showcase what you're working on to your executive leadership team. And with those two parts working together, you're bound to improve your deal cycles by shortening those cycles, increasing your deal size, and generally creating a happier customer that feels like your company has an investment in their success. So if you want to learn more about how to participate in the program, you can check it out at sasplayers.com. That's S-A-A-S players.com. On today's episode, I want to talk about a topic that I love, which is using LinkedIn to generate pipeline, to build relationships, and improve your Rolodex as a seller. On our last interview, uh, we had Jamie Safiano, who leads uh, sales development over at Quantum Metric, and she shared some really interesting ways that you can improve your LinkedIn presence, grow your network, and use Sales Navigator or not use Sales Navigator to connect with your buyers and build some clout and credibility as well as acumen in your industry. So I thought I'd put together a quick episode today just to speak to how I use LinkedIn in my day-to-day how I've used it over the years, and what the outcome's been from doing that. Hopefully, if you're listening and you work in SaaS sales at this time, you have access to a Sales Navigator account. I think it's a really important resource to have in this day and age as a way to connect with your buyers because you can send them in-mails before you're connected uh, connected with them as, uh, as a LinkedIn connection. But one of the things that Jamie mentioned in the episode that I thought was really interesting and I've started to implement this week is just using the standard LinkedIn to go through and follow my prospects on, on LinkedIn. So how to do that, you just go and, and you can search for a specific prospect. And if you're looking at their profile, there is a, a little more button. It's the you know kind of third button over. And there's a little plus sign that says follow. And you can actually just follow your prospects. And anytime you do that, they get an alert that says they've got a new follower and that's you. So that can be done on desktop, but what's even cooler is if they happen to have the LinkedIn app installed on their phone, they get a push notification saying, Jesse is now a follower of yours on LinkedIn. So it really helps put your name and picture and face out there in front of them. And Jamie shared that she just follows and then sort of backs away. You don't want to follow and then shoot a connect invite over and then shoot a, a message over that says, hey, I'm Jesse and I'm trying to sell you this. Can I get 15 minutes of your time? You don't know me. Uh, With social selling, specifically on LinkedIn, the polite practice, if you will, is to maybe follow or in some cases send a connection invite and then just sort of pull back a little bit and wait. Maybe follow some of their content for a couple of weeks, like some of their posts, comment, uh, be engaging, but be valuable too. Don't just engage with, uh, you know, really boring stale responses to some of their content, uh, actually engage in the conversation, ask them a question, uh, you know, include 
valuable information or links or things like that. So it's really, it's a longer term play. It's kind of like, I always think of it like if you're familiar with internet marketing, there's search engine optimization and there's pay-per-click. With pay-per-click, the goal is to get someone to click through on an ad right away and convert quickly, right? Whereas SEO is more of a long-term building up your search results over time so that when, you know, someone types in a specific keyword that, uh, you know, Google thinks of your website as the, the top information source there. So social selling on LinkedIn is very much that way. It's a longer term strategic relationship based way to generate pipeline. You can't expect that within a week, you're going to start setting meetings consistently. Although I think it is possible to, to do that. Uh, I would advocate just building relationships, especially as you're connecting and following, uh, you know, executive level buyers, take it slow, follow their content, like their content, comment on it. Uh, you know, save them in Sales Navigator. So if you have a Sales Navigator account, they just fairly recently put out this really cool feature where you can build an organizational chart or an org chart, uh, all from within your saved account. So let's say I'm trying to go after uh, Bank of America or something like that. Let's just yeah, say Bank of America. I can go and save Bank of America in my target accounts. And then I can go around and search for decision makers at Bank of America that might be you know, interested in my solution based on what I sell. So that could be technical leadership. It could be you know, on the business or operations side. It could be sales, marketing. It all depends on uh, what your solution is. So go, uh, you can go and actually save specific leads uh, in uh, Sales Navigator underneath the Bank of America account. And you can even rank them by, you know, who might report to who, all with this organizational tool, which is super, super cool. Uh, I'm really glad LinkedIn put this out. And then, uh, you know, one, you're going to start getting, if you save them in LinkedIn Sales Navigator, you're going to start getting their content updates. So what I do is I spend about 10 minutes every single day uh, just going through and liking and commenting on, uh, you know, posts that my leads have put out there. I go and, you know, save new leads underneath these accounts and try to figure out what the org structure looks like. And then, uh, you know, if I don't want to do that again, I can kind of go through the whole follow method and just follow uh, them on, on LinkedIn. That way they get that alert, letting them know that I'm following them. And then in a lot of cases, I'll send an email, especially when I have a really compelling event. So maybe your company is putting on a virtual, uh, you know, virtual webinar or a virtual event of some sort, or they're doing a local meetup harder in this day and age, but uh, possible. I use LinkedIn for that kind of thing as a, you know, Hey, look, there's a compelling event coming up. We have an, you know, we have a, an in-person happy hour or we're doing a webinar or we're going to be at such and such other event. And I use LinkedIn as a way to connect with people that way. And that, that I've found to be pretty effective because if you can put something very specific in front of someone on LinkedIn that says, Hey, our team is going to be in Austin, Texas on this date at this venue. And you're in Austin. Would you like to come out and participate? That's very specific, very actionable for the prospect and tends to work really well for LinkedIn social selling. So that in just a, you know, really short, quick, overview of what I do and how I use LinkedIn uh, to you know, prospect and build my pipeline and uh, essentially build up my network in my industry. Jamie also mentioned that she shares a lot of industry relevant content. So I highly recommend uh, that you share valuable and then if you can, you know, self-created content. Uh, I think 
something that you can fall into a, a trap of. And I have certainly done this myself is just sort of regurgitating links that your company is sharing. Try to really put out content that is personal and meaningful and then industry related. And what you'll find is, uh, you know, buyers in the industry will gravitate towards you as a thought leader, which will help you in your selling. Because again, uh, your buyers will think of you as kind of the, the main hub around where they can get information on the industry and information on technology. So hopefully that's helpful to somebody out there. And uh, thanks for listening.